Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight, two of us, myself and Zia, are going to talk about Cloak and Dagger. There's two of them. Season two, episodes one and two. There's twos everywhere. I don't know what the significance is. Plus, we're also going to talk about our favorite powers in the Marvel Universe and how we would tell our friends that we had those powers. So you think about that and chime in during the chat. Marvel TV Weekly starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Yes, indeed. It's Sunday night, 9 o'clock Pacific. It is time for Marvel <laughs> TV Weekly. I'm Christian Blatt, joined, as always, by my trusty co-host, Zia Landerson Bastille Day. Zia! Hey guys! I'm really excited to be here. You are very excited to be here. I am, because we get to talk about powers. We're gonna, Yeah, but you're also excited here because we're here to talk about your favorite Marvel show, yeah. Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, my favorite. Had its season two premiere last night. Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. This isn't really TV news, and we did talk a little bit about this on Marvel Movie News, which, as you may or may not know, Zia and I are two of the three co-hosts on Marvel Movie News Thursdays at 1 Pacific, that's 4 Eastern, on the Popcorn Talk Network, along with our fearless leader, Zach Wilson, so you can Mm -hmm. find us over there. Sometimes there'll be a little bit of spillover, sometimes we might talk about movie stuff before we do there, and then in the case of this, we kind of touched on something that we didn't devote that much time to, and I wanted to have that conversation with our audience here before we dive into Cloak and Dagger, or as it's called in Germany, Cloak und Dagger. I don't know why I said that. It's not really that funny, but it's true. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, as a lot of people know, since our last show, the uh, we announced last Sunday that tickets were supposed to go on sale for Avengers Endgame. I did almost call it Infinity War, but it's actually called Avengers Endgame. Went it's on sale after Infinity War. Tuesday, April 2nd. Mm-hmm. And... It didn't go well, did it, Zia? What sort of uh, no. what sort of reports were you seeing across social media oh, as people tried to get their tickets? Literally, all I saw across—I don't go on Twitter much, but even Twitter, Instagram, all of that—people were basically posting photo screenshots of it saying loading or the you're site. Still waiting, yeah, you're still like, waiting. You're you're in the queue. Expected wait time one hour. Yeah. And it was literally exactly what happened. It's funny because this is exactly what happened with um, Star Wars. And so I thought I wasn't going to be able to get tickets. Now, granted, I am a little bit picky with where I seat. Or where I sit, sorry, rather, where my seats are. Where your seats are, sure. Yeah, I don't want ones really in the front. I don't like it when they're too far over to the side. So you want them somewhere in the middle, like like most people. Like most people. So I am like crazy about buying my tickets in advance, and I thought I was going to have to wait. Um, Turns out I'm going to be a little bit off to the side, but for this movie it doesn't matter because I'm going to go back and see it again. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and my thing about this, and we touched on it on Thursday, as I mentioned, is I get it. It's a big movie. People are really excited. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think you're going to have trouble seeing it opening weekend? Do you think... Now, look, I grew up in a relatively small town. It was about a half an hour to get to the good movie theater. But even then, it was a it was a multiplex. It was at the mall. It had... I think it had 10 screens. This is going back, like, the early 90s. So, even... 
I wouldn't have had trouble back then. Now, this is, of course, in the age before you bought tickets online. You and all that stand stuff. in line. You had to stand in line. About I remember it. standing yeah. in line for Harry Potter tickets for yeah. hours. Right. But here's the thing, too. It was like usually, you know, it's it's relatively new that there would be like the midnight showings. What I like that they started to do was to go be- like back it a little bit from midnight, you know, that there's the Thursday eight o'clock. And now they go as early as like six. Mm-hmm. Some movies, I think Shazam had like 4 p.m. showings. I'm like, yes, that's perfect. Perfect. Time. I love those. I didn't I didn't get to see that. But oh. uh, I, yeah, I don't get out to the movies much because I have two kids. So uh, that's why I, that's why I spend so much time watching Marvel TV. I don't have to leave my house. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, the point about all of this is. I don't know. Look, I understand when you're buying tickets to uh, a concert or maybe you're seeing some kind of live show, you know, a touring company of a theater production, even something on Broadway. You'd you'd wait and you work really hard. But it's like movie tickets. You have a lot of options in most places where people live. You don't need to wait for an hour. If you see that people it's taking people an hour, that's probably the time to go. Oh, yeah, I'll try later. Mm -hmm. And. You know you're going to get tickets. It's going to yeah. be okay. Now, I know that, you know, maybe some places people live, well, I need to see IMAX. I need to see IMAX 2D because I don't like IMAX 3D. You know, there's a lot of reasons. By the way, I like IMAX 2D more than I like IMAX 3D. I really don't like 3D. I will see a movie for the second time with 3D. Is it the glasses? It's the glasses, yeah. Uh, if And sometimes the glasses aren't great. Like here in Los Angeles, we have a great theater chain called Arclight. That's right. Free, free plug for them. They have the worst 3D glasses. I don't see 3D movies there anymore. They have like, oh, look at how fancy these glasses are. And the whole time I keep adjusting them, like, I must have a bad pair. <laughs> I went and got another pair once, and then I sat back down, and the movie was still terrible. It was Avatar, but still, it wasn't the glasses' fault. Anyway, it was a joke. Um, yes. In any case, I don't know. I want to know uh, from those of you in the chat, who got tickets already? Who got them the first day? How long did people wait? Because to me, I saw that and I'm like, I'm not going to try right now. Now, granted, as I've mentioned before, we're maybe supposed to keep it under wraps, but I'm going to get to go to a press screening a little bit on the early side that week. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to I don't need to buy tickets. But you know what I did? I bought tickets for Friday morning so I can go with my wife because I'm going to need to be able to talk about this movie with her at some point. And I know she wants to see it. She's invested in. I think like 20 of the 22 movies. I know she didn't see Doctor Strange. I was just about to ask, what are the two movies she hasn't seen? Yeah, she didn't see Doctor Strange. Strange, And then she saw him in Thor Ragnarok and Infinity War. And she's like, I kind of get him. I don't need to see his movie. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, like, it's pretty good. I liked it. But I'm not going to, you know, if she doesn't want to watch it, she doesn't want to watch it. Hey, look, before I even married my husband, I made him watch The Fellowship of the Ring. (laughs) Oh, I made her watch Monty Python's Life of Brian. All right. We all have our priorities in life. I'm like, I don't care if you fall asleep during Holy Grail. But anyway, so. So uh, I did buy tickets, but you know when I bought them was two days later, and that's that's the moral of the story. That's actually you, when I bought them as yeah, well, and I was gonna get, I was gonna have to wait. You're gonna get but... your tickets. You don't need to be first if you if it's so important to you that you be first. Just lie, okay? <laughs> Social media is filled with lies. True, and you know, I think my Twitter bio says that I'm handsome, so that'll show you that it says anything on there. Uh, but mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, we want to know when you have your Endgame tickets for, how long you waited, all that stuff. If you're watching live, tell us. If you're watching in the chat, uh, please tell me. And if you think that I'm being harsh on the people who waited for an hour, please tell me that, too. Maybe I'm just an old man and I don't understand it. Uh, I definitely don't understand it, and I'm definitely old. So if you connect those two dots, that would make perfect sense. Well, I mean, there are people who basically—I think Jenna's laughing at you— um, 
<laughs> or me. I don't know which yeah, one, but, actually. You know, that, uh, that hour that people spent waiting, I, I mean, I, I spent watching The Twilight Zone. But so no, it, it all wins for me. It does look like people are, have got them no problem. Stardew says got them easily Thursday yeah. night at 6. Uh, Jenna James says I'm seeing it midnight that Friday night, Saturday morning. Sure. So it well, yeah, like that's the people... thing, too. Some people have to go after work. Yeah. You know? Not everybody can go Thursday at 6. But by the way, if I didn't have kids, Star Drew, I'd sidle up right next to you and be like, hey. Pass the popcorn, bro. Anyway. <laughs> Set up a watch a movie with uh, Christian Knight. Hey, all right. Go. Now you're talking. Mm-hmm. And then we can charge double if it's watch a movie with Christian and Zia, except she, you have to sit in a very particular chair. And you also have to bring me jelly beans. That's my only requirement. Is that the only thing that you want during a movie? No popcorn, mm-hmm. just jelly beans? I cannot watch a movie without jelly beans. That's interesting. It's a weird one. Um, Ivan says he also got his tickets for Thursday. So, I mean, see, Look, it seems like no If I could like go no on Thursday, issues. I would. I'm seeing it on Tuesday. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm intentionally being a jerk about it. I know, I'm actually, and that's because I'm going to see you it, on it, Thursday. It's, it's because she. Rub it's, it in my I face. do it because Zia can't go. Because <laughs> she I have has to work. work. Uh, I'm going Damn Tuesday. Jobs. I'm going Tuesday that week. <laughs> that Tuesday at 9 a.m. Uh, so. Which I've never watched a movie that early. I need to know what it's like. Oh, go, go in see, your pajamas. Uh, I've, I've gone to what they call mommy and me movies, and I brought my kids when they were really small, okay. like babies, and the, those. Actually, those are even a little bit later, though. Even the baby movies are at, like, 11 a.m. Anyway, so uh, we'll report back on all that. And uh, I just thought it was a fun way to start because, look, Endgame is such a big deal. And there's a little bit of uh, some rumor mill about what's going to happen after Endgame, which is the idea that it's going to be some more stories that are set somewhere in the past. You know, we have, of course, uh, First Avenger was set in the past. Captain Marvel was set in the past. I think that the what we're hearing about this Black Widow movie, it makes sense if that was set somewhere in the past. It doesn't have to be like how she became Black Widow, but maybe before she's in with Tony Stark, before she mm-hmm. knows the Avengers, you know, any of that stuff. I know a lot of people want to see what happens in Budapest. I know that's yeah. like a very popular story. Yeah, they story always talk about Budapest. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So that's, you know, that's yeah. one thing. And actually, it's funny. Jenna James does have a question for us. I don't know if you want to continue. Oh, please. No, that's fine. Um, saying uh, thoughts on David Harbour joining Black Widow. I think he may be one of the following. I, Ivan Petrovich, uh, Alexei, I'm not even going to, uh, Shostakov. Oh, that sounds good when you Red say Red Guardian, <laughs> Mandrill, Agent Clay, Quartermain, or Omega Red? Uh, Omega Red, Thoughts? I think, is a, is a little bit of a dicey prospect only because I know that they got all the Marvel stuff back. I mean, all the Fox, Marvel Fox stuff and the X-Men and all that. It's probably not where they've been planning on heading is something with like Omega Red. You know, the one name that wasn't in there is something that came up on Thursday's show, mm. uh, which was Taskmaster, who is oh, a character that I yes. really want to see. I really like David Harbour on Stranger Things. Mm. I haven't seen him in anything else. I don't know what else he's done. Next weekend, I'll find out how he is as oh, is Hellboy. It, he's Hellboy. He's Hellboy. Right. So. I would also like to see that. But, you know, again, I, I don't know that I'll get out to it. But... <laughs> Uh, Zia can tell us. I'll hey, let you know. We can, give, we can let you give us like a 30-second review for a non-Marvel movie. Well, that could I be mean, a new feature here on the show. That Non-Marvel 30-second review. It's still a comic movie. Yeah. And it's sort of did an independent. Did you see Shazam? I did. Give us a 30-second review starting right second. now. Okay. You're going to time me? Yes, I am. Okay. Go I'll ahead. I know when. 
Uh, oh my gosh. All right. Yeah, let's actually do 30 seconds. We're actually going to do 30 okay. seconds. You have to tell me when to stop. Go ahead. Okay. So it was actually really, really fun. It was a little bit darker than I anticipated, but in a good way. Was it like not dark, dark? It was feel good. It was fun. There were tiny bits of like cheese moments, but I didn't mind it so much. And there was like the right amount of creepiness and it tugs at your heart springs, it, heart strings, excuse me. Um, and it was funny. It was just all around a good time. There were some issues with the movie, but for the most part, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Wow, that was 22 seconds. Good job. Ooh, well done. Thank you. So, all right. That's that's our new feature. Now, Z, like you have that. to see a movie every week or we can't do that. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> but next week we can do Hellboy. So, uh, that's good to know. I would actually like to see it. I love Zachary Levi. I don't care that it's a DC movie. Uh, I go into DC movies open-minded and sometimes I walk out of the movie uh, either in tears or vomiting. So, it just depends. <laughs> I have, I, like, I, I, thought one, I thought Aquaman was fun. I really like Wonder was Woman. Very fun. So, yeah. you know. Uh, anyway. Uh, all right, so uh, people can, uh, if anytime you have questions for us about anything we talk about, go ahead and put it in the live chat or in the archive version of the chat. Uh, we will uh, try to get to it next week if it's in the archive. Mm-hmm. All right, it is now time to talk about Zia's favorite show, her two favorite characters, Woo-hoo. featuring her two favorite actors. <laughs> uh, Zia, what were the good takeaways from Cloak and Dagger season two? It was a two-part premiere, it episodes was. one and two. Uh, oh, and by the way, for those watching on YouTube, wow. this is a really cool image. It's a uh, comic book style. It's clearly the TV versions yeah. of these characters. But I really liked this image. I thought it looked really cool. No, that's so awesome. That's why, the- yeah, that's why we used Look. it uh, for our thumbnail. And uh, Steve in the booth has been nice enough to share it with our YouTube audience. It is very cool. I really like Cloak's Cloak. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's actually interesting that they have him, uh, you know, just kind of use the hoodie. It's way more practical. It is. I like that he has the cloak. I would like to see him realize that there's occasions where it's useful, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to have to move 20 people, but I don't know how to move people, which yeah. we'll talk about. But uh, I, I would like to see him use the the cloak when necessary. But yeah, for just quick jumps and stuff, it's so much easier to just flip up the hoodie. Yeah. You know, it, uh, it it almost makes me want that power, but almost. And we'll talk about powers a little later. All right. So I interrupted. OK. Because the image cool came power. up and it distracted me. <laughs> it is a very cool power. So jumping into that, um, I like that we get to see Tyrone use his powers more. That's really cool. I, I like the dynamic that we're getting between Tendi and Tyrone a bit more. There's still, you know, some, in my opinion, some unnecessary whining. But for the most part, you're kind of seeing them build a rapport. And it's a little bit more familiar. It's a little bit more easy this season. So that's really nice. Um, I also really like the storyline that we're getting with um, Officer O'Reilly slash Mayhem. Mayhem, yes. Yeah, that's I, I really like where we're going with that. I think that th- that'll be interesting enough in the season for me to be like, okay, cool. I have this thing to focus on here. Um, yeah, I mean, let's start off with that because yeah. uh, in the chat, Ivan Soto mentioned it. Uh I was actually really surprised with how they have decided to portray the character on screen. Now, when there's the moment when we see her stumbling out of the bar and she looks in the puddle and then there's another version of herself talking to her. Well, how many times have you seen that in anything where somebody in a reflection in the mirror or in a body of water or whatever, there's another version of them talking, but it's just another part of their psyche. Right. And you just figure it's like, okay, that's just they're imagining Mm -hmm. that. That's a hallucination. So the last thing I expected is, oh, wait, there's actually two of them. Yeah. Which is interesting because that is not the way the characters in the comics. (laughs) So, uh, first of all, like, huge props for surprising me. And then, look, I like that they've decided we're going to do something a little different. Wherever it goes, whatever it is, that's great. I like that they're... 
you know, a lot of times movies and TV can suffer if you try too hard to stay to the source material. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously that happens with books too. Right. But specifically with comics, sometimes it's like, oh, they're just trying too hard to really make it the same. So I don't know. I think that it was cool. And I don't know, I'm very interested in seeing the fact that the regular Detective O'Reilly was just tied up in her apartment. I was actually really confused. At first I thought she tied herself up so that she didn't turn back into mayhem. That's what exactly yeah. what I thought. Yeah, it was it was very confusing. They get you with that. And then when you finally realize, cause, because they also did a bit of a time jump there. They went yeah. back to the beginning of that same day for each different character. Yeah. For Tandy Tyrone and then um, Bridget O'Reilly. So I, you know, immediately thought, oh, okay, so this is before she's with Tandy. Yes. And this, we're seeing something different. Uh, but then when they finally go up and meet up with her, so I still don't know exactly how they're going to do that. If it's something, did she just come from her body? Is, is Did she just morph out of her body? Like, I'm curious to see how they explain how that worked. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see that, you know, maybe the, the one that we saw come out of the swamps at the end of season one is the mayhem one, and then the other one somehow survived elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they'll explain it to us. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I thought that Sorry. was a legitimate surprise. So you you like the mayhem part of the story. Yes. It, it helps you kind of get through maybe some of the soundtrack uh, on, on exactly. On yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was a little, it was a little jarring as always, Ooh, but I do have to give credit. There was one song that sounded like a rock song. It it's not even a great rock song, but I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. There's something just something different. Uh, the, yeah. The problem I think with the music, a lot of the times is that it's unnecessary and just, and this is just me personally. So other people might disagree that it, to me, it takes away from the show rather than adds to the show because I'm like, wow, that music's really loud it, and it's really loud. jarring. I, I think that's the problem. And I'm yeah. like, I don't, it doesn't need to be here. It's making yeah. this seem like, like way more intense than it. Like I, I see what they're trying to do. Maybe make the moment more intense, but it doesn't work for me. For me, it, for me. it does take me out of it because it's yeah. a little loud. And you know what? If it was a little loud and it was, you know, Alice and Chains the Rooster, maybe we'd both be happy. You I know? know. Well, and that's so also that's a, a personal that's a problem. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Because I'm old and you're, I guess, an old soul. So uh, that <laughs> that's that. what we don't like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are people saying in the chat so far about uh, the two part season premiere of Cloak and Dagger? Um, it seems like people really like it. Jenna James says this was a good start, but the d- dynamic duo was still effing up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. Well, I think that that, that was actually interesting. Uh, the fact that, you know, they're both trying to be normal. They're both trying to, they're both pretending that they don't need to use their powers. They're pretending that they're keeping right. a low profile. And, Working uh, on themselves. They're both kind of terrible at it, really, what it comes down to, mm-hmm. you know, Uh and I thought that, uh, you know, Tyrone in particular, it was really cool to have him show off the little the little jumps, yeah, you know, I and like, like steal all the stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, that's great. And, you know, O'Reilly has a point. It's like, what did you think that's going to accomplish? You know, they're going to think somebody else stole it. It's going to lead to more violence. More people are going to get hurt. Right. Which I and I understand going through this, him thinking he's going to help. But this is his first foray into sort of being a superhero yeah. or fighting any sort of crime. He's, what, 16? I believe so. so. It does yeah. Definitely makes sense in a character development standpoint, just that he would bumble around and have absolutely no idea what he's doing. Maybe mid season, him and Tandy can work together and get their crap together and figure out exactly what they should be doing. Um, but you know, again, it's two two teenagers trying to fight crime, and they've never done this before. So yeah, and you know, uh, Tandy's detective work and following women home from support groups seems like a violation of the trust. I've never uh, been part of a support group like that, but I feel like the last thing you should do is follow someone home and try and solve their problems. Yeah, I, what she did exactly, and it just made everything worse, and you're just like, oh, Tandy, I, I see what you were trying to do, but boy, did you do it wrong. Um, 
Edwarku in the chat says Tyrone says Endgame three times. Tandy and a few other characters say it at least once. What? Did we notice that? I didn't notice I that. I did not notice that. So I and, wanted... and I wasn't like watching it when I was super tired like I do sometimes watch no. uh, Legion. But <laughs> I uh, I didn't notice that. That's interesting. Oh, man. Wow. We'll have to keep an eye out on that, I guess, in subsequent weeks. That's really interesting. They're just trying to you know get some free publicity for the movie. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the season premiere. But uh, before we do that, Zia has this important message. Yes, I do. Hey, guys, um, before we move on to our next topic, which, you know, is more Cloak and Dagger, uh, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, we could use your help. It's really awesome if you guys go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, um, give us a comment, give us a rating on iTunes. Five stars, because one through four don't work, so don't even try. Uh, leave us a comment there. We love talking to you guys. I love talking to you guys in chat. Um, I love going back and reading the comments that you leave us um, in the archive version. It's just really cool getting to talk to you guys about this. It's really cool that I get to sit in here and talk to Christian about this every night. Well, every Sunday night, I'm sorry. We could do this every night. Um, we, te- a- we text probably about three nights a week We actually about really things, yeah. do, yeah. So we do talk quite a bit about mo- usually Marvel stuff, slash our other shared interest, Chip. Um, so being a part of After Business... <laughs> Thank you. Has meant so much to us because we literally get to do what we love. Like, this is the most fun I get to have during the week, honestly. So seriously, thank you for supporting us and doing what we love and watching us and letting us do this. Yes, we appreciate us. all that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, look, uh, you know, Marvel, it's it's mainstream now and it's very easy to talk about. But there's a lot of shows here for you know, some there's so many shows that there's after shows for here at After Buzz and they're, they can be really niche shows. You might not have any friends in your day-to-day actual life who watch it, even if you're, like, trying to get people. It's like, oh, my God, you have to watch this show. How many times have you tried to convince somebody to watch a show? And they're like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. And then you know, I've got seven seasons of The Wire to watch first. Or just I'm picking something that I know is great, but it's from a long time ago now. Ugh, I uh, still need to watch Generation Kill. I'm sorry. Go wow, on. yeah. So, uh, but that's the beauty of it is there'll be a show on After Buzz to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect opportunity to talk about shows that I do after shows for here. Star Trek <laughs> Discovery, Thursdays at 10 Pacific. And The Twilight Zone. I just started that last week. Uh, Mondays at 10. There have only been two episodes. So join us tomorrow night, and uh, we will talk about that. Dude, Jenna James is on it in the chat here. So we've got first, uh, I wonder if they have to keep both Bridget and Mayhem alive, since I have a theory that if one would die, so will the other one. Oh, that's interesting. Very cool theory. And then also, the Mayhem reveal was so awesome. I'm really glad they didn't go with the typical multiple personality trope. Also, I noticed that the real Bridget had red nail polish, but Mayhem had green nail polish. Well, yeah, I mean, Mayhem in the comics has green skin, so I think that that's a little bit of an homage there. And again, it's a perfect example of stuff you don't need. You know, it's true that I like that it's not multiple personalities. I think that we got to see that really well with Typhoid Mary, Mm -hmm. whom we saw in season two of Iron Fist and maybe hoped we would see in a season four of Daredevil. But Uh, I guess we have to just realize that that was the one time we were going to see her. Somewhere on Hulu, maybe? Somewhere. Defenders something? Something. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, they're... They're not the most dissimilar characters anyway, uh, uh, Typhoid Mary and Mayhem. So uh, I think uh, it's cool to have a little bit of a, of a fresh take uh, on that. Uh, let's talk a little bit about where Ty and Tandy are when we start. Uh, nice to see Tandy uh, re-embracing uh, ballet, mm-hmm. which the, the episode starts and there's a lot of ballet and a lot of uh, Ty practicing, but they're not together. 
they're not they didn't have a falling out or anything. I think it's just interesting to see what they're up to. And it's been a few months. They say how long it's been. I think they said like eight months or mm-hmm. something. Uh, yeah, in fact, that's what. Uh, is, yeah. yeah, that's what Evita says. It's mm-hmm. like you had eight months, which we'll talk about. Oh, Evita. We will talk about that. <laughs> uh, so uh, I thought it's, uh, you know, I don't know. It's nice to see uh, Tandy and her mom connecting, although her mom is a little bit more sympathetic this season. I mean, her, her mom in season one was like, well, why would you want to have a relationship with this woman? But uh, I think she has a much better understanding, you know, now that she kind of saw this uh, realization that maybe uh, her parents' relationship wasn't what she thought it was. That her dad wasn't the guy she thought she was. Uh, I feel like that's going to be an important theme that we follow through the season. Well, we also see a little bit of a glimpse of that where her father in a vision or whatever is happening there. Her father is walking towards her in a very angry fashion. And she's legitimately scared. Yeah, so because she's, be... she's not in whatever that, you know, that light world is, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. She's walking down the street, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which... By the way, it, it, there was this is a reminder of one of the things I really like about this show is because it's shot in New Orleans. They don't pretend it's somewhere else. It looks so much like New Orleans. Like that neighborhood she's walking through, you're like, this can't be anywhere else in one America, two in the world. Like they're only you could only have that look in New Orleans. Don't pretend it's somewhere else. So I always appreciate right. that. And uh, yeah, so you see her dad like coming towards her. So I think that'll be interesting, you know, having visions that kind of cross over from the uh, I don't know what to call it other than light world. So if anybody's smarter than me, please tell me something else to call it. Uh, but uh, it, it's uh, super creepy to watch Ty spy on his family. I mean, I get it. You can't see them. Uh, but, you know, watching his parents and watching uh, Evita and, you know, sees that <laughs> sees sees some guy talking to her and he's like, oh, and he's like, oh, yeah, she blew him off. Want to be a little sad for her, maybe. but A little bit sad. Yeah. Eight months and she's still blowing people off and you haven't even bothered to materialize. I'm actually on her side in this one. I'm oh, sorry. You haven't I'm even bothered to materialize com- in her room? Completely on her side. The, you know, let's say in month one he wasn't good at that. All right? But at least in this month, a week earlier, you feel like he'd be good. So let's just give him the benefit of the doubt. Four of these eight months he's been able to do that easily. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about the police finding you. Mm-hmm. You can just pop in. Hey, don't freak out, which I know you're going to freak out, but don't freak out. Uh, I'm, I'm here. I'm safe. I can't stay. Right. I really want to talk. Um, hey, I don't know. Maybe I'll send you a letter or, uh, you know, here's my burner cell phone that people seem to always have on TV. Or There's a lot of ways to keep in touch with her. All you have to do. Yeah. Burner cell phone or just pop into a room every now and again and yeah. have a quick conversation. Bring her some. Friggin- no, the, the burner cell phone is to let her know you're coming. Don't just show up. Yeah. Here. yeah. There we you don't, go. We don't need that. Or know? set a date. And, yeah. Right. She's changing or something. <laughs> well, that's probably what he's looking for. That perv. Ah, friggin' Tyrone. That's why he's <laughs> fine in trees. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's that, that was a, uh, Come on, dude. That your your reasoning behind that. I understand the whole. A lot of times, the whole to keep the other person safe. In this, there were there were too many easy ways yeah. around that. That it was not a good excuse or good reason. And so she's right to be mad about that. She's right to be mad about. Wait, you came to see my aunt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how many times I needed to hear uh, the word vive uh, in the show, but uh, it was like 30 more than I needed. Uh, and they just said it so often. I'm like, all right, I get it. Just tell us once. We know. We, we're paying attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I think that uh, – I don't know. It, it's got to be It's got to be really tough for uh, Chiron to kind of be on the lamb like this. You know, it's a little change – 
of the roles from season one where it was Tandy who mm-hmm. was really, you know, on the outs. Literally Didn't, living in the same church. Yeah, but it seemed to work for her a little bit better, probably because she steals. You know, she even mentioned well, he yeah. was just like, didn't you ever have to worry about cleaning your clothes? She's like, no, I would just steal new ones. Yeah, she's she's a Cretan and yeah. he's, you know, a nice, well-educated, well-raised young young See, man. <laughs> I really feel like you'd like her more. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, you guys would have hung out or something. I mean, when I was 16, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Not now, you know. But, but yeah. But I also want to go back and punch my 16-year-old self, so, you know. I'm sure I would like to as well. <laughs> it's just a joke. She knows I don't mean that. You know, you have to you have to say that now in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked uh, when they did their undercover work and they went to a club, and that's the beauty of New Orleans. It's not hard to believe that these two 16-year-olds just waltzed right in there because they looked like they belonged. You know, it's fine. Yeah, it's, I, I can see know. that. And she, I did like her line about... Um, while waiting in lines are for or for it was it losers it's is that losers, what she said yeah she's she basically said, yeah. like and that's just you know what it is to be a hot girl you don't have to worry tell me about, about it. that kind of stuff <laughs> you know oh I know that's right me and Star Drew we know what it's like to be uh, to be hot girls uh, so I, I thought it was uh, I don't know I thought it was really it, it was nice to watch them having fun I liked that you know we saw the closeness of them. But again, it's not crossing any lines that, you know, maybe they have plans for that to happen at some point in the series. But I like it. I like like that they're just, they just happen to be friends. And basically they're only friends because they both have superpowers that work better when they use them together. Right. They would never probably be friends outside of this. Um, I'm sorry. I have to. Go ahead. This is why we have the the live chat. Ivan, this is hilarious. I don't like that they have Tandy drink alcohol. She's not 21. Ivan, in season one, she was snorting pills. Yeah. This is, this is, this (laughs) is is an improvement. This is much better improvement. <laughs> You're absolutely right. But it's also, again, it's New Orleans, and I'm pretty sure that the unofficial off the books drinking age is eight. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know. I mean, I, that's when I had my first drink. I don't doubt it. So, <laughs> you might think she's joking, but I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't doubt it. No, you're not. Yeah. Uh, Ivan also said they will. They said they will have Tandy learn hand to hand combat by using her ballet skills. I think that's a really cool idea. That's <laughs> also. Um, uh, Oh my gosh, she's an MMA fighter who is a dancer, and um, I'm. There's only one that I know. So if it's not Ronda Rousey, no, I, can't help I you. keep wanting to say Kat Zingano, and it's not her. My brain is completely. Ca- uh, Paige Van Zant, dancer didn't know turned that. fighter, and I think that that is super cool. No, it actually makes sense, and you see, sort of. I, I don't know if it's at the end of episode one or if it's in episode two, but she's she's actually practicing ballet and she has her little daggers and she's using them and I'm like yeah this makes sense I like it and I think when you have any kind of training you know any kind of uh, martial arts training these this skill set would actually be very useful so mm-hmm. it's very that nimble. will be interesting to watch boxing is all footwork <clears throat> uh, so I think that uh, it was I think it was a, a, a strong season premiere I'm glad that they had two episodes because I felt like the first part was just a little bit too much tip of the iceberg. And then they really got into the story, you know, where it's like, well, who killed all these people? I mean, I think we can figure out who it is now. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I honestly thought that. And then I guess that the detective O'Reilly that came in there uh, after they called is the mayhem one. Well, the other one was tied up. I'm not quite sure of the timeline, but I think I think that also. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And I think she had already been there mm-hmm. <laughs> killing everyone. And she came in and knew, so she was like, oh crap, I gotta get these guys out of here and throw everyone off my scent. So yeah. that's when, you know. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I'm really interested to see where that's going. Uh, I like the dynamic of uh, Tandy and Ty. 
you know, they didn't want to admit how much they like using their powers, which I think, I don't know, it's sort of like a real world touch to it. You know, I think that a lot of times in movies and TV, super powered people are like, oh my God, this is amazing. We do this all the time. You call a lot of attention to yourself when you do that, even when you're, you know, teleporting around in the shadows. So uh, I think it's, uh, you know, the idea that, uh, oh, I didn't want people to know I'm using them. It's like, yeah, well, I'm using them too. It's like, great. Well, that's why they're friends. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see. I think this is a 10-episode season, so we've got two more months. And then by the time the season's over, Zia, I think it'll be time for Legion. All right? So, yes! Okay? I'm but so excited. we only have one show at a time, I think, is the way it is right now. Well, you so. know what? That's actually better, because then we can focus on each show yeah. before we get to... I, I do kind of like that, and then I have... Um, more time to watch the shows. Although I think Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be back, and I think Z is just going to have to dive in I'm just going to have to six. dive in at season yeah. six, yeah. I just, with the amount of, of, of work I, I have. I don't understand how you can't watch 110 episodes. You know, Steve, Steve in the booth, he's he's taking he's the... He's doing really He's doing great. the, you know, it's a, mar- yeah. it's a marathon, not a sprint, right, Steve? You're season two, episode four, you just told us, right? Marathon. Yeah. Three words. That's it. You just, yeah, it's a marathon. Don't binge, it's a marathon. And you know what? Who needs sleep? I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm here. It's, it's. Uh, what is it? Almost ten o'clock. So, True story. Uh, anyway, we always want to know what your thoughts are on uh, the shows we talk about, and of course, mm-hmm. our show as well. So, let us know what you've thought so far, Cloak and Dagger. We'll talk about episode three next week. Uh, one of the things that we already touched on is the moment where Tyrone reveals to Evita his powers. And there's a lot of interesting ways to do that, and you've seen these these reveals done time and again in movies and TV. Uh, at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming, Aunt May walks in and sees him just in the Spider-Man costume. So, you know, you get stuff like that sometimes. Sometimes you have to use your powers in front of somebody or it's like, or people are going to die, mm-hmm. including the people you're with. So uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about some of our favorite powers <laughs> and... If we had those powers, how we would show them off to somebody. Uh, So I'm going to go first. We'll take a turn. We're going to each do three. Uh, So I'll go first. And uh, I just mentioned him. I will start with Spider-Man because I think that that was a character that just uh, excited me so much as a kid. I was always – he was always – he's really like my first – connection to buying physical comic books and the Marvel Universe, really. Uh, because, as I've talked about, I you know I watched other cartoons, like the Super Friends, Batman and Robin, all these things, but not the great Batman and Robin from, from the 90s, because I'm old. So these are like <laughs> lesser 70s cartoons. Not and lesser 90s. Spider-Man cartoons from the 80s. But uh, So I always loved the character. So I always thought about how cool it would be. And I would think that if I had the powers, I wouldn't be smart enough to build the web shooters. I I think I would have to just be Spider-Man without the web shooters because Peter Parker is super smart and he figured out how to do it. I'd have no idea. I would need Tony Stark to give me a (laughs) suit with them. And here's the thing. Peter Parker's so smart. He didn't need that suit. He had web shooters anyway. So I would I would have the you know, I'd be able to stick to the walls. And I think that's how I would tell somebody, you know, Uh, I, I don't think. I have it in me to try and pull off the uh, Tobey Maguire, you know, upside down Spider-Man kiss of Mary Jane in the in the rain. But I think I would, you know, I would be like, hey, watch this. And, you know, grab somebody and then we'd run up the wall together. They'd probably freak out and then I have to make sure I didn't drop them. And if I didn't have web shooters, yikes. But, <laughs> but think of what a cool proposal that would have been oh, to your wife. Man. She would have been right? so surprised mm-hmm. slash terrified. Yeah, definitely if- would have said yes, though. Well, yeah, because she was afraid I'd drop her <laughs> if she <laughs> I have didn't. To say yes. So I think that was that would be uh, that that to me. 
And uh, oh, and here's the, the there's one ground rule for this little game of favorite powers. Z and I weren't allowed to pick the super powerful like. Uh, she has a character who I think you, you'll say first, but not the superpowered version of that character. Yeah. So say her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm mine would have to be Jean Grey, but not the not Phoenix, Phoenix version because when she's because, Phoenix, she's too powerful. Yeah. She can do anything. She eats planets. Blah blah blah. That's blah. insane. So no. no, no Phoenix, not the movie version of Captain Marvel. You know, nobody who's that powerful because it's just it's too much. You yeah, know? no, it's crazy. So we're just talking about your your friendly neighborhood superpowers. Yes, yes. and that's you know she struggles a little bit, but the fact is she gets she can read my and uh, telekinesis, like tele- telekinesis and tele- telepathy. Yes. Good lord, those are tongue twisters. Yes, they are. Um, I think that, that I would be the same thing. I would be the worst with superpowers because I'd be like, dude, dude, check this out. Like, it would be so much of that, of me just like randomly chucking little things at people and then being like, <laughs> What if you could read people's minds? It would be like I wouldn't tell anyone for a while. Oh no! And then when I great. did, they would I, you know would be when they thought of something super embarrassing. Yes, you know? and then like you'd have I to can't believe it. I ate out of a trash can this morning. And I'd be like, what? I can't believe you ate out of a trash can this morning either. And they'd be like, See, how'd you know? I wouldn't be able to say anything because I've definitely eaten out of a trash can. So I mean, I mean, that's my home. Yeah, you're Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> you basically live right in there. Every every day uh, that we do a show, uh, the last thing Zia says to me is, have a rotten day. She's just like Oscar the Grouch. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Jean Grey has a great skill set so cool. long before she's ever Phoenix. No, it's awesome. And I feel like the problem that I would have with that is I would, I would get super lazy because you can you can make objects come oh, to you yeah. with no problem. Like, literally, I'd be in bed and be like, oh, I want ice cream. You can open the fridge, get the ice cream, get a spoon, and never have to leave your bed. Yeah. I would get really good at that. I wouldn't, you wouldn't even need to pick up the spoon. You could have no, the spoon. No, you could have like, the spoon come scoop to your it mouth. Out. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it'd be great. Cleaning would be so easy. Yeah, I'm just but, thinking of, like, household would you clean? Toys. Yeah, I don't even think. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I don't want to go out and, and make a difference and save people. I just want to, like, keep my apartment clean and eat ice cream. Duh. Uh, well, keeping it on the uh, the X-Men theme, uh, the second one that I thought of is Wolverine. Now, Wolverine's powers... Do entail his healing factor, yes, uh, and just some heightened senses. Now, if you know the backstory of the character, he was born with the claws. Mm-hmm. They're the bone claws. Mm-hmm. Now, as much as I want the adamantium claws, I'm talking about powers. I'm going to have to stick to the bone claws. But even having those is still pretty cool. No, I think you'd be awesome. freaked out, you know. Um, but I feel like I would use the healing factor. Again, in a mundane way, because one of the things is like Wolverine can drink and not get drunk. Uh, and the excuse they make for him smoking cigars is that it doesn't actually it doesn't actually harm his body because it heals. Right. You know, uh, I mean, he had uh, he had like a like a brood embryo implanted in him and his healing factor kicked it out. So basically he can do anything, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I there's depending on the interpretation of the character, you believe there is a belief that he could be uh, demolished down to his skeleton and uh, and actually heal himself back. Uh, I think that's a little excessive, but uh, I always it. think, you know, anytime somebody has any kind of healing properties, uh, unless you somehow figure out a way to destroy their brain, that's when I think that their body functions won't work. But uh, so to have that, but I would definitely like use the claws. I would save the claws for the right moment. You know, somebody gets a little uppity. I was like, hey, don't snicked. Except oh. it's not really a snicked when it's the bone club. But it's like, don't make me use this. No, that would be so awesome. Somebody's getting lippy with you and yeah. you're just like, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's like my dream. Uh, that would be really cool. <laughs> to just have the claws. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. so if someone really pisses me off, you can get 
this close to their face. But yeah, but exactly. And, you know, Wolverines use them in a cool way. Like, you know, you'll uh, kind of uh, put the, for those watching on YouTube, you can see I'm I'm putting my fist like under my chin Mm -hmm. and you use the two side ones and then you threaten them. Like, do you want me to use the other one? Because, you know, that's going to give you a headache. Imagine how cool it would be to flip someone off with the middle one. He's done that too. Yeah. Yes. Uh, He's done that in one of the movies, I think. I think (laughs) think he did. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's why that's in my head. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, yeah. So that's, uh, to me, I think that that's a great power. Uh, and uh, again, uh, if you're live in the chat right now, let us know who, what some of your favorite powers are. We're each going to do one more, but we're going to save a couple minutes so that uh, we can share some of yours. Ooh, we're going to do one more? Okay. We've got one more, yeah. Okay. And I know who your one more is, actually. Well, I was going to say Storm, but I also had another thought, okay. too. Well, so, you, Storm, so Storm's honorable mention, because Storm's, Storm's awesome. Yeah. And I would say that if you had Storm's powers, you would have to have the Mohawk, otherwise uh, it's not allowed. Absolutely. Okay, and if someone really pissed me off at work, I would send a lightning bolt to the kitchen and be like, oh, no food for you guys. Um, and that's how I would, uh, you know, show that one. Um, but the other one I was thinking So wait, is so you've done Jean Grey and which other ones Storm. have you done? Storm, just now. Yeah. Okay, so those are your two official ones. That's not your honorable mention. No. I just realized. Yeah, see, I, yeah, I know. But my, yeah. I guess what my honorable mention we see because I thought of this one too. Quicksilver. Oh, gosh, he's so good. Right? Yeah. Like how how much Evan would you Peters, get Evan Peters, Quicksilver, yes. not Aaron Johnson. Yes, Evan Peters forever. I know. I also we- saw him at work one time. Okay, anyway. You see everybody that should be on this show. <laughs> I know. I know. But I'm going to stop being... Who goes to where you work that isn't someone who should be on this show. I mean, apparently e- no one. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, go I'm going to just suck it up and start handing my cards out is Thank what I'm going to do. Finally. Um, <laughs> who cares if I get fired? Uh, but anyway, so I just think that'd be the coolest. Imagine how much you could get done. Like, you could get so much done. Yes. So much so done. So much done. Yeah. Imagine like speeding around and then you get to the line at the DMV and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and it's like there's no superpower that can beat the DMV. No, no. no. Um, but yeah, so that I think would be a, a big one, and I would show people. Um, I don't know how I would how I would reveal that. That's a tough one because that's I would probably be like, oh, they want this one thing, and I'd be like, don't worry, I got it for you, and I'd like run somewhere really far away to get it, and then come back. And now, like, would you, you reveal the storm power by it being an actual like really rainy day, and you're like, oh, this sucks, and just make it sunny. I mean, I would rather do it more dramatically with a lightning bolt. I yeah, think that would be true. more fun to just be like, you're really pissing me off right now. And then, psh. Yeah, like, don't make me angry. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Don't piss me off. Well, uh, you know, there's so many different ways to go. Of, and that's why the fun is keeping it only to three. Uh, and then just thinking about powers that you'd actually want. Uh, I was I was at first thinking of Kitty Pride, like the phasing power is really practical because you can go through things. But then it just made me realize that it has to be uh, Sue Storm, the Invisible Girl slash Invisible Woman, mm. because just being invisible, the amount of things you can accomplish. And again, this isn't like, oh, I get to have my other powers that I've just said and also be invisible, just have invisible. Mm-hmm. I think just being able to be invisible uh, is a real advantage. There's just so much that you can do. One, you can steal a lot. You, you can steal a lot. <laughs> you can hide, which I think would be uh, what my first instinct would be in in most cases. You can go into any locker room. Wait, what? Wait, who said that? <laughs> I, in this day and age, just notice that it was Z who said it. I didn't suggest that. I didn't say it had to be a woman's yes, locker room. I, I said any locker just, room. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, <laughs> because, because we just want people wandering through our locker rooms as well. <laughs> Good day. Uh, so I don't know, I think that would be cool. And I think that's kind of the way to show it is the the go invisible way, not the uh, just appear out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I think that would be like the Oh, really? You want to see something really cool? Check this out. So those are my three. And those are Z's three. Yeah, I mean, any one of those would be great. And uh, all great characters. And 
so I didn't, you know, we didn't really take anybody from the TV shows. I'm just thinking right now. We, we really and didn't. Here's the thing, because I thought about it. I don't want Daredevil's powers because Mm-mm. I don't want to be blind. Nope. His powers are great. Uh, I think Luke Cage, his powers would be pretty cool. Pretty cool. Just to be that kind of strong and, and, and almost, pretty much full. Yeah, actually bulletproof. Um, but then I thought I would just want to have the Iron Fist because just to show off and actually have it glow and then, you know, hit the ground like Danny does. I'm that like, is yeah. cool. Yeah. So uh, I think if I had to take somebody from one of the TV shows, uh, it would be it would have to be the Iron Fist. But I would take Luke Cage. Yeah. Then, I mean, just the swagger. And you, you know would what? Have. Then we could be heroes for hire. Dude, that would be perfect. That would be so cool. Oh, my gosh. Just the amount of swag you could have walking into a place knowing that someone could shoot you and you yeah. could never like. Oh, yeah. You'd walk in. Just I would just I would be such a cocky ass <laughs> as opposed to what you are now which is delightful (laughs) uh okay so uh see and we even tied it into tv i thought that was good all right so what are people saying in the chat what are some of the powers that people like in so it seems like actually uh michael collins says super speed so he's with me on quicksilver Quicksilver, yeah um ivan soto says teleportation for sure i thought i thought about nightcrawler because i really like the teleportation and honestly i just did it i didn't want i thought there were going to be too many x-men in the conversation (laughs) so i love well the x-men have the best powers but colossus has a cool power too (sighs) oh uh hi comrade now i'm metal what you know so again uh, bulletproof right exactly so uh and you know we joked about jubilee a little while ago but uh you know the, the little fireworks, the lasers, you know, and all that. Yeah. Even those powers are good. Wow, yeah. A lot of people are... Chris Mo also says, I would... Um, teleportation for me because it would be fun to go places in seconds. I mean, yeah, you never have to fly. Uh, this just came in in the chat. Oh, I, oh, I jumped oh. in because I do wanted it, to it. see... Jenna James, I love the following characters' power sets. Iceman, Legion, Elixir, Cable, Strife, Nate Gray, Quentin Quire, Gabriel Summers, Mr. M, Gabriel Shepard, Hope Summers, Franklin Richards, and Matthew Malloy. That was a lot. Uh, of all of those, uh, I mm-hmm. I think like Iceman is super fun to be yeah. able to make the ice and all that. Uh, Franklin Richards has uh, some interesting skill sets, but he's also just incredibly smart. That's uh, Reed and Sue Richards' son, mm-hmm. who I think right now in the comics they've aged him up. He's like 16 now. Oh. Uh, so, you know, it's a little bit better than just being a little kid. Uh, but uh, Cable, just in terms of like looking badass, let's not even talk about the powers. Like True you story. just show up looking like Cable. You got mm-hmm. the metal arm and the glowing eye. Uh, I'm like, all right, Cable, whatever you want. Yep, that big giant gun. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and it's not yeah. exactly a power, but he has it. Yeah, uh, electrokinesis like Lincoln from Agents of Shield uh, is cool. That's right, uh, Ivan Soto. It's that... electrokinesis. Uh, it's not that different than electro if you think about uh, oh, okay. the Spider-Man character. It's just it's it. a quick way. It's a quick way to explain it, basically. Uh, so yeah, and. You know, there's uh, there's a lot of good ones in there, though, right? You saw a bunch. I'm just making sure. There's a lot of good ones. I really, Ivan Soto. If Spider Man yeah, is I supposed to have the powers of Spider Man, then why or of a spider, then why doesn't he shoot webs from his body? Still, don't it's get a it. great point. Uh, <laughs> and there are people who have his power set that uh, that do shoot them from. There's like alternate realities and things mm-hmm. where he does shoot them that way. So that would be so much better for me because, as I already explained, I can't fighting. design the web shooters. You know, here's what my luck would be. I would actually end up being Peter Porker, the spectacular Spider-Ham. I, I wouldn't even be Peter Porker. That. But you know what? He's so awesome <laughs> he and he's so, so cool. funny. I'd be like, whatever, that's cool. Mm. Uh, so anyway, 
Uh, and then, you know, there's, uh, there's so many, uh, yeah. And Ivan Soto says the bone claws in the uh, X-Men origins Wolverine movie is accurate. Mm -hmm. There's a scene in that movie where he's a little kid and then the bone claws come out. And yes, that was a very late revelation in the, the run of the character. I think it was Wolverine number 75. Magneto rips the adamantium Mm -hmm. out of Wolverine, which would be as painful as you think it is. Good thing he had a healing factor. Mm -hmm. And then he would, he was actually, because at this point he really didn't remember his past. He'd only still known bits and pieces. He was even surprised that he had the bone claws. Anyway, that is going to put a button on this week's Marvel TV Weekly. But please come back next week when we'll talk about Cloak and Dagger Episode 3. And who knows what our uh, like side topic is going to be. I only came up with that because watching Tyrone show off his powers, I'm like, hey, Zia, this would be fun. She agreed. So we shared it with all of you. But until next Sunday, Zia, where do people find you? You can find me on the Twitters and the Instagrams at Zia underscore land. That's spelled X-I-A underscore land. And also, I believe, keep an eye out for the uh, Sabrina part two after show because I think we're going to be doing that soon. And make sure, you, make sure you follow Zia on Instagram because she's going to start asking for suggestions on comics she should go out and buy. And it's going to be a little video that we do maybe once a week, a couple times a month. Yeah. And we'll, I, I, it's we because I, somebody has to film it. He's going to come film and, it. And uh, she's going to go to the comic book store and she's going to buy, I don't know, two comics two from comics. your suggestions. I'll choose two. So Zia underscore land will be doing that soon. We'll let you know more to uh, get ready for it. And me, I'm at Christian DMZ. You can find me there, Twitter and Instagram. And as I mentioned, the Twilight Zone after show tomorrow night at 10 Pacific and Star Trek Discovery Thursdays at 10. That's all the time we have for this week. We will see you next Sunday. But until then, as a great Stan Lee would say, Excelsior. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 